This episode is sponsored by IOTA Origin, which is bringing tokenized commodities into Shimmer DeFi. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Podcast. Welcome back to a new episode, guys. Today's guest is a familiar name for those that have been on Twitter lately, and his name has been popping up left and right, and he's been diving hard into IOTA and Shimmer. Welcome to the podcast, Ariel. Thank you very much for having me on the podcast. Really, I really appreciate it. And Thank I'm looking for forward to like, you know, answering all the questions that we have, you know, discussed on. Yeah. Um, I think that you have gotten quite a lot of attention lately because you have done quite a lot of good work on Twitter. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, um, it's been very challenging because um, <laughs> sometimes people actually criticize you as well. So it's been mm. challenging, but it's been a good journey. Like, you know, I think with everything that you want to do right now in this bear market has to be consistent, you know, because mm. there's going to be times where you wake up and you feel like, I don't want to do this. Like, there's been times where I don't want to even write a thread because I don't feel like it, but I just want to be consistent and I just want my audience to feel like I'm there for them. So I still do it, you know, so if you're trying to build something, the bear markets, they said the bear markets are actually for building. So I feel like this is the time where everyone should find their potential and start building something, you know, before the bull run is here. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, before we like dive into more about what, like, what it is that you guys are doing, um, could you tell me the story about how you came into crypto? Yeah, for sure, for sure. So um, uh, I was living in Shanghai back in 2015. And there was this friend of mine who also lived um, there as well. And then he, well, both foreigners living in Shanghai. And he introduced me to um, Ethereum, actually. So um, funny story was, uh, there's this lady who um, was helping us buy because at that time it was really difficult to get onto an exchange. That was around like 2017. Yeah, 2016, 2017. Yeah. And um, uh, she, she, she could buy because she was from, um, she was from China and she had like the ID card and everything to set up the exchange, but we could not because we're not from China. So um, that's how strict China is actually. So um, we had to actually give, them the, give her the money and she would buy, buy Ethereum for us on her exchange, right? So um, we did that. And um, after a few, after a few um, weeks, I'll, I just did, it just didn't sit right with me because I came back home and she gave me the name of the exchange and I was, I was, I was on Google, I was doing some kind of research and I realized that the founder of the exchange does not disclose his name. No one knows where he is. And on Twitter and, and on YouTube and on Twitter, like it was every, those all pages everywhere talking about it's a scam, it's a scam. So right that was like, um, wow, I have to like, you know, get out of this before like it gets bad. Bear in mind at that time I was only introduced into, into to like Ethereum as well. I didn't really know much about, I mean, I mean, I introduced to, Ethereum and Bitcoin, right? But I didn't really know much about the like all the other altcoins and stuff like that. So, yeah. So we deposited, the, uh, gave her the money to like get the um, Ethereum for us. And then after a week, I was like, no, I don't feel right because after my research, I, I realized that like you know the founder was like very sketchy and everything. So she gave me back the money, but I kind of still lost half for some weird reasons. She she explained it, but I did not understand what she what she meant. But so I was just like, okay, I'll just take take that half of whatever I've invested. It's fine. But my friend on the hand did not, right? So after a week, after after two weeks, the exchange just like it just like disappeared. The guy the guy just ragged the V1, took everything away, and he just disappeared. And till now, like no one actually knows where this guy is. And 
even that lady also lost the money. So, you know, as a, as a typical newbie, I was like, mm, this thing might be a scam, you know. I, I, I was kind of like, I had that scam mindset. And I just kind of like backed off for some time. And then in 2019, I came back again. And just, you know, just learning by myself, exploring YouTube here and there, understanding what was really going on. Because the first time I did not really understand what I was doing. And this time around, I was like, I need to understand what I'm doing so I can feel confident with my investments. So I started learning, learning, learning. And then um, I just started investing in BTC and ETH again by myself. And this time around with the better exchange. And then, um, you know, it just just um, built up from there. And I, I came on um, Crypto Twitter as well, where I met a, a lot of interesting people, smart people that I learned from as well. So, um, yeah, after that, it was just history. I've just been here. Mm. Yeah, you really go after the, the good old Dan Sale saying that without commitment, you'll never start. But more importantly, without consistency, you never finish. Um, and you can see that because, as you said, that even though there's a bear market going on, um, you have to keep that consistency going. Because if you also fail, then those that are following you are listening to you, um, like automatically gets that sentiment off you and won't follow you once you start to. Because then you're just a, a seasonal hype man, right? You have to just right. keep it going, right? And 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 another thing about crypto that most people don't know is, um, in the bear market, those people who have left, most of them will come back in the bull market, right? But mm. those that will come back in the bull market will not really understand because they don't know which projects we're really building. Like for example, IOTA two point is building. Like people can see they're working really hard in the bear market, but those people cannot really see it. When they come back, they're just gonna be buying. They're just gonna be buying um, tokens off hype. Yeah. And this is how people become exit liquidity and they end up not knowing what the top is and what the bottom is because, you know, I mean, you can never really know what the bottom or the top is, but you can kind of gauge if you're still around in the community and just like, you know, just learn and just keep building and learning, you know? Yeah. Like, and there's so many people just buying straight out of what they read for a simple Twitter comment if the right person said it. Uh, and oh, that yeah. Is completely the wrong. Like, you can't just jump into crypto just because Matt Damon tells you on TV. <laughs> Or just because James yeah. Simmons says that he's buying Cardano, you can't just do that yeah. because that's most likely just a paid ad, right? And you see exactly. all these major Twitter uh, accounts with like over a million followers and they just tweet about whatever they are paid to say. They, they haven't done zero research if it's a scam or not. As long as they get paid, they will shill it to you and you will buy it and you will get burned. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you, 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 I mean, like because we don't really have strong regulations, you always have to be careful who you're listening to, you know, always, you never know whose intention, like what someone has in like in, the, in their mind, like, you know, people, some people actually is probably their own token or they, they are probably working with uh, the, the, the projects to get a, a private sale. And once you do the retail buy, they're going to dump on you, you know? So yeah. it's a, it's a cloud. It happens every day. And, and that's one of the reasons, as I told you before we, we went live here, that's the reason why I started this podcast is because it's so difficult to find uh, the, the real information that you want about any crypto project out there, I, in my mind. Um, right. And you always see these, like, e either it's a paid actor um, telling you what's good, or it's just a random, raging 15-year-old guy telling you that this is the best and everything is shit, just because he has that. And... That's why I started this podcast, so I can have the actual um, projects coming here, explain what it is they're doing and how they did it, so that you right. can easily find the, the information straight from the source and then decide if you want to move on it or not. And I like to compare Twitter, no, crypto to Champions League, right? 
um, where there's all these different teams, everybody fighting to be number one, and everybody, for some strange reason, uh, have to hate everyone else. Your team is the best and everybody sucks. That's how right, crypto right. is, and that, oh, that's the wrong yeah, way that's... to go with yeah that, that's so wrong like um that's so wrong like i mean i love different like many different projects like you can't say but i see people like on ethereum attacking cardano like listen the thing is ethereum is good but the thing is that when retail and the mass adoption that we all want in cryptocurrency comes the thing is that only the ethereum uh maxis are going to be happy with paying 50 dollars for uh gas fees yeah the the, the the average retail person would not want to pay fifty dollars for uh just to buy an NFT. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And we'll talk about mass adaption. NFT is not just pictures. NFTs could be used for um um concerts and stuff like that. Concert tickets and stuff like that. When those things come, people will not be ready to pay fifty dollars to buy a concert ticket. That's mm. the reason why. But I I see big potential in projects like Shimmer coming out with really like like basically no fees. You know? Yeah. So, absolutely. Um, and yeah. Another thing that I find very strange is that people see that this is the best way to to like build their own reputation, right? Is to go and hate on everything else, but it's the complete off opposite effect because right. It's it would be more better if everybody came together and started pushing this entire technology bubble exactly. uh together instead of being in small exactly. teams where you just stand still. And right. I don't really see why why they see that as a, a good option to just go and hate and everything because they have done zero research and often they also provide little information they just say this is the best and that's it they have no idea what they are actually talking about they only say this is the best because their older brother bought it yesterday so, right yeah. exactly it's it becomes a whole battle on twitter like you can't speak bad about another project and there's something that i also realized it's 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 like kind of like People don't want other people to criticize. It's okay to criticize. First of all, we're all here for a common reason. So if in the same space we start fighting each other, then how are we gonna how are we gonna make the governments and all these bigger people understand that look, this is what's gonna be the next thing? If exactly. we are fighting ourselves between between Ethereum and ADA, like that's not gonna work. So yeah, what you're saying right now, it's it's I, I totally agree with you know with you. Yeah, and and also the other thing is that you, you go into like take for instance crypto currency Reddit, the main one, right? Which is an absolute shit show. It's just a bunch of kids yelling at each other, and the moderators there are like straight out of some Gestapo stuff because they are paid as well. They are only letting the projects that they are paid or they like or they hold themselves to be there. If there's a project coming in that that they don't like, they just delete it, even though it's a like. They don't like IOTA at all. And when the EU went live that like they are going to maybe build on IOTA, like there's a bunch of cool major news. And that was posted and they're like, no, take it away. They deleted it. And it's time after time. And then you see shit like stuff you never heard about, stuff you know won't exist in two years. It's just exploding everywhere. They allowed that. And it's just the total total different mindset. Mm, they, right. they really have misunderstood what this started out to be. Right. Uh, some people, um, bear in mind, some people also came here. They just they just got here because they they heard like um, their friend made a 10x or 20x on their investments. Mm. That's why they're here. And that's how you find people shilling projects and thinking that's the best way to go. That's actually the worst way to present a project to someone to be, you know, to make that project great. Like, 
if any person comes down and there's a bunch of people just chilling like in my comments immediately i start feeling like wow like unless i've asked for people to request like if you just come chill under my comments i just automatically start thinking like mm, this question is now because why do you want to it's kind of like forcing forcing a product onto people, which is kind of the wrong way to market, in my opinion. Absolutely. When I tried to do a tweet, I tried to to be like consistent and like explain why I that's my opinion, and then provide maybe a link or a picture showing like the the graphics and whatever I'm trying to explain here, so that they can easily just verify if I'm bullshitting or not. Because if I just came here, yeah, Europe is going to use iota, and then that's it. Then everybody looks oh, like, yeah. like what a dumbass. But if I actually provided the link about it, then, oh, like, this is actually something to it. I, I need to read a little bit more about this. Um, I think that's the way to go there. Um, but speaking about IOTA and all that, how how did you become aware of IOTA? So basically, uh, I've, 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 to be very honest, in the bull run, I saw IOTA on, like, on, um, on Binance. And I just traded it. I traded it and um, it was... I think it was one time in the bull run where I had like a really fun run up, up like on the on, to the upside. Yeah. And I kind of traded it briefly, and I just like kind of like you know because I kind of trade like I day trade as well stuff like that. So I just kind of day traded it, and that's that's the first you know introduction or like me seeing IOTA was through Binance. So ever since I started writing um, requests for my for my audience, they suggested IOTA to me. And then I realized that it had an IOTA 2.0. I was like, okay, cool. I will check that out. And that's why I read about it. And I read how they were trying to get into DeFi, like you're saying. And they bring this whole 2.0. And it has Shimmer um, um, building on top of it. And then it's, you know, it's feastless and all of these, like, wonderful stuff that they're building. And that's just where I just started from. And I just, you know, so basically, I saw it on Binance. And my audience also, like, you know, um, um, kind of, like, spoke about it. It's like, okay, it's a good chance to, like, you know, do a proper deep dive into the project and like understand what's going on. Mm. Yeah, because you uh, you have been quite active the last few weeks and I've seen internally in the IOTA Discord that a lot of people are uh, posting your links and talking about you, that you're doing a great job. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. I, didn't, I didn't even know I was actually in the Discord as well. Wow, interesting. I will join the Discord later on. Yeah, you should. It's, it's, I've heard uh, it's one of the most active crypto communities going on and it's got usually pretty good uh, sentiment even though the price is down, like way down. Uh, and there's always a little bit of waiting, but we kind of get used to it. But it's always yeah. uh, like good good people there helping out whatever you need something. Right. I mean, the, the bear market is uh, people will say like, oh, this coin is down like 80%. It's a bad, it's a bad coin. Like, bro, like Bitcoin is also down 80%. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we all know that when Bitcoin is down 80%, then old coins are going to be down, I don't know, like 50, no, I mean like, I mean like 90 to like yeah. you know, 100%. So with that, with that in mind, I'm not really worried about um, price per se right now because I look at the fundamentals and if the fundamentals are good. Then if it's, and it has a lower price, then it just means this this opportunity right there, you know. Yeah. I see opportunity. I don't see uh I don't see a bad project, you know. So this is the kind of mindset shift a lot of people need to have, and it will help them a lot with the you know investment journey. I would say. Yeah, like what what type of things are you looking for when you're looking into a new project to see if it's something that you want to to go for or not? Go for okay, okay, so good. So I have um like I was saying earlier, I have like a list that I kind of go through 
And um, I'll just kind of like just say it on here so that if people want to like kind of use that kind of guideline to help themselves with the investment strategy, that's fine. Um, it's it's really it's really really hard because you know we have like a thousand or two thousand cryptocurrencies right now. There's so many people building. If you go on Coin Market Cup, you see a bunch of them, and you're just confused. And that's one problem that I've, I've realized because it's like wow, there's like there's like Avalanche, the Solana, the ETH, like all of these things, right? But you need to bear in mind that all of these projects are actually fighting for one spot, right? They mm. all trying to get to you know this layer layer ones. There's so many layer ones, right? They're all trying to be number one, right? And that. And with, with that being said, you have to try and scrutinize and find the real um, the real data, right? To try and pick the 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 few that could potentially be the number one, if that makes sense. Yeah. So what I do is I start with the team. That's what I look at. So I go with a team. Out of a ten, I rate it. Okay, cool. So maybe the team, for example, the team, um, it's seven out of ten, right? And I go and look into the tech. Look at how the tech is looking like. Let's say the tech is like um, nine out of ten. I give it a tech, tech nine out of ten as well. Then I look at the governance as well, and I rate that as well. I look at the track record. So that's why I go look at like the 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 people building the projects. What have they built in the past? Because this part is so important. People always ignore it because if someone has built something in the tech space before, they're more likely to build something that will work in the crypto space. Mm. They have a high chance. Right. So track record is really, really important. Go on the LinkedIn, go on the Twitter, you know, you can check out some YouTube videos about them as well and just see what they've built. It doesn't necessarily have to be a crypto project. It can be a Web2 pro uh, project, but then maybe it can be a Web2 tech project or something, something similar, you know, and look up. You can also go from there and look at the company that they've built. How is it doing right now? You know, and from there, you just build on from there and just see how, you know, the whole like you just see the bigger picture like this person can actually take this project to the next level then i look at the last part which is the competition because that's also very important like i was saying layer ones for example i feel like layer ones are super like it's it's a lot of people competing for layer ones right now so competition is really good to to like know and then you know these this is how i go off it so basically team tech governance track record and then competition mm. Um, and also, when you're looking into this, um, do you often look at like real world adoption or do you more look at like the crypto aspect of it? Oh, good question. That's a really good question. So, so for example, I mentioned, um, I mentioned um, Telcoin, right? So Telcoin has real world adoption, where it's like um, it's uh, trying to help people around the world to like be able to send, um, you know, uh, money without struggling, right? and they already have all of these legal things in place so i do like to look at the reward adoption but at the same time too there's a lot of good projects that's just working but it's kind of like just to help the crypto space and not like a real real world adoption mm. so i do look at both of them but i do generally like to i do have more confidence in real world adoption so that's the reason why i mentioned telcoin because it's like it really helps it's really helping people um instead of going to western union and, and you know um, you have to go there, and then sometimes if you make a mistake with the name, you probably wouldn't get your funds out, right? But with Tolkien, you can just sit behind your phone, just get some Tolkien's, and you can send it to anyone in any country. So, yeah, I do like to look at the real world adoption, 
but I also do like to um, look at projects that are like that are just like solving problems in the crypto space. So I kind of just like mix them up, you know. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, there's so many real world uh, like use cases going on in the IOTA ecosystem right now, which is just mind blowing to me that people are not talking about and a lot more people are like aware of it. Because just to mention right. some, like we have Jaguar Land Rover are currently making a car wallet for their cars based on IOTA so that your car are able to pay for parking, charging, toll, um, insurance and all that by itself. And that's a huge use case, but nobody's talking about it, but it's been like wow. kind of going on in the silence because it's a couple of years since it was announced. Then was there some news about maybe a year ago, and then it's supposed to come like a new uh, update from it, maybe end of this year or early next year, because these companies takes time, right? It's not like a crypto project rolling out like three use cases over a month. These guys need to <laughs> like focus on it right. and it's been COVID. So all car companies right. can hit really hard. Right. So they have to prioritize, but I think that that's a major milestone for for Toyota, and I also think that they are involved with a lot more car companies. It's just that it hasn't been really outspoken because the not not the CEO, but some sort of a vice president in Renault uh, actually said on a YouTube video that someone were able to find that they had tested Ethereum and it wasn't usable. They couldn't use it, so they decided to go for Toyota. And that's the only information we know about it because I think that it wasn't actually supposed to be on YouTube and just some Deegan found it out of nowhere. Um, so hopefully it's something coming up there. Uh, I've also seen like minor like articles where BMW, Audi, Porsche, um, there was some stuff going on with Volkswagen back in 2017, but that isn't ongoing right now as far as I uh, know. But that's a, just a car side then. And then we have uh, smart cities. We have like uh, Trondheim in Norway is building out with IOTA. And you have Texas is building out. You have something over in Korea, I believe, some in Canada. And you have uh, trading East, trademark East Africa, which is pretty impressive. It, it sounded pretty small when I first heard of it, but then I started reading about it. It's a huge like system there where they're, along with the UK, there's something about making it easier to trade and like documentation and all that to simplify all that and you also have the eu the different project I think there's like four or five of them uh intel dell and the linux foundation are actually going live on top of iota either end of this year or early next year it was supposed to come at end of this year but um due to everything happening in the world it could easily be delayed um, so they are going live with it. And that's just a few of the of the use cases, right? And you have like tons of patents uh, going on right now, like Siemens, I believe, um, have done a ton of them. Uh, and just yesterday, Toshiba just released like a an article about a proof of concept or something like that, about energy trading. Yeah, it's just a bunch. And then you also have like smaller projects within the IOTA ecosystem, which is... Uh, connected very well to to bigger companies. Uh, I've had a couple of them on the podcast, and you just see this real world adoption happening. And yeah, also ETO Group, which I've had on the podcast, um, they are adopting it right now. Uh, it's if I remember correctly, it's the biggest mobility uh, project ever set up in Germany. Uh, something about where there's a poles going along. You know the white poles on the on the highway. 
uh, they have all like technology inside them uh, built on IOTA and communicating so that they, you are able to monetize where the traffic is going fast, where it's like hold, where it's been an accident, uh, the weather conditions, all of that. Um, and they are also building out a token use case. Not sure if that will come into there as well, but uh, especially something around the, in the farming industry. But uh, as I would like to say, same with Intel and all that. Once they first have adopted the just the technology, then it's so much easier to just add the token over time as they are more comfortable using it, right? Because you're first using the technology, then it might makes perfectly sense to use the token later on. Right. Yeah. Mm. But nobody's talking about that. Everybody's just talking about, oh yeah, APY trading here. You can stake this, and you can play this, and you can add this NFT, and it will go up there. Like that's every all of that, that people are talking yeah. about. Because I think that people ain't aware of it because that's not a problem I've had with IOTA, and I think many other has due because to the strict regulation. Said... Sorry. Right. No, sorry. Um. What you what you just said, I totally agree because. I haven't actually heard of this, but it sounds interesting to me. And I'll actually want to go out there and research about them, probably write about them, you know, because mm. these are actually real world use cases. And um Jaguar, if I if I'm not mistaken, they own like they own like Land Rover as well. So yeah. if they're actually going to because now I think most of the governments are forcing people to go with electric cars now. So if everyone's gonna go electric, then cryptocurrency can become the wallets for these cars. It makes so much sense. This is actually something I'm really interested in, like digging deeper into. So, you know, mm, yeah, I'll, it's I'll good you information too. I just learned something. Yeah, I just learned something new. So, yeah, please do it. Send it to me and I'll, I'll check it out from there. I definitely will. But I just see that it's pretty annoying that people ain't aware of this because it's a pretty good trigger point when you see these, right. known, like these companies and brands that people has a real life connection to and you kind of trust them. As soon as you hear they are working with a cryptocurrency, you automatically trust that project because you trust that uh, company, right? In sort of. But the problem I have, and a lot more like me do have the same problem, that IOTA Foundation is so strictly set up in Germany as a non-profit that they can't spend a, a single penny advertising or markets anything. Um, okay. So that's been a very... Uh, limited way for them to to spread information because it's been like a, a blog post and that's it and oh. then people have forgotten about it and it hasn't been spread it hasn't gone wide like widespreadly but i think that now when they are setting up in switzerland which is supposed to happen any day now um then they will be able to market a lot more as well as shimmer is set up totally different i believe so they can spend that in marketing so I hope that we will see a lot more awareness because that's a trouble when I've had with IOTA because I have like moved around in different communities and there's the it's the same reactions every time. I'll ask, but I'll ask a couple of people if what I think about IOTA, right? They say that either they haven't heard about it and the majority haven't heard about it and the ones that has uh, knows a couple of facts from back in 2017 when it was a totally different project with a lot of fuck-ups. But I'm now right. it's completely changed, right? But nobody knows. Yes. So that's the reason why um, when I saw um, IOTA 2.0, I was like, okay, cool. This sounds really good. Because um, I think back in the day, uh, like you're saying, I've seen some people like, you know, criticize and stuff like that. But then like now I see like where they're, where they're coming from and how they're trying to like, you know, like change everything and evolutionize everything, you know. And I just see like 
with the way the founders are like interacting with the community they answer questions and they're just very welcome and i can see like now they actually on the right track to like building like a solid iota like you know project mm. yeah that because once they went live they had like a, a big ambitions right to, to really spread this out quickly and do everything through uh, like traditional companies and change the industry they like, ignore the the crypto hype we don't want anything to do with that we just focus on the industry uh get big companies to adopt it and governments get the trust in but all these governments have just made a lot of like no, not governments but companies made just a lot of proof of concept and tested had a little bit of fun they're like okay well now we're not gonna do it anyway and their technology was bullshit because they was trying to do like all this trinary stuff and they was only focusing on the internet of things and stuff like that but now they have kind of come back and they are still doing all the the industry work but they're also focusing more a lot more on the crypto space to get the the building blocks like the foundation you have to get the crypto community on board first right in order to become a strong like community in order to spread it out much easier that way but you can also see only like just a couple of last week i think i've seen quite a lot of uh, projects from other protocols coming into iota because they they are seeing like the developer sees the uh, the advantages that these fearless systems and the new upcoming smart contracts really will change the game i think because if you can like there's a lot of drama right now in the solana community regarding uh their oh, own yeah. Royal, yeah, royalties yeah. right yeah um i don't really follow the um, solana community so much because it's just one of those things where it's like i feel like people are ignoring a lot of red flags you know yeah and you know the the, the network pretty much does not work so i don't really know what at, at this point i just feel like most people are just like backing up with their feelings and stuff i mean everyone should just do what 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 they're happy with i'm not hating on the community on, in any way but i just feel like if there's a, like a like a problem there like you know we need to actually address it and not like ignore it because at the end of the day, when all these big projects keep dropping and stuff like that, it will look very bad for the whole crypto space, actually. Mm, and, um, completely agree. It's just, it's, just, it's just how I felt about Luna, and I never really, like, because I I, 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 I did my research about, like I said, I'm, in, I'm into DeFi, so I, I did my research about um, UST and then how you could, you could get um, 19 or 20% APY and stuff like that. That was during the bull market. But I just did not feel really right, especially when they spoke about the how the stable coin and how it worked with like the mechanism how how it's gonna work and how it pump more um um tokens into the system if it's dropping stuff like that you know yeah I just I just, just thought about it I mean I did not after I heard about that I did not even do much more research into it but I just felt it like no this is not something that's sustainable because that's another thing in crypto you always have to look out for sustainability make sure it can the, 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 what they're doing can be sustained right and I just thought it was not sustainable right. And mm. one of my friends had already like he had staking like um UST and everything, so the like, the crash happened. He called me and he's like, "Yo, like his money's gone down stuff like that." I'm like, "Dude, like I I I knew this was gonna happen. Like somehow I just knew it." And also another thing that I didn't like about um Doquan was every time someone asked him a question or just expressed concern, he was very like you know he just literally said anything literally mm. and. We can see that in today's behavior. He's literally he literally tweeted he's walking around as a free man and he doesn't know who who, who who what people are saying and why he's hiding. He's not hiding. 
you yeah. know, he's kind of like um, kind of shading us, you know, like we're here try, trying to build something for the future. And we have um, careless founders like, you know, like him doing stuff like that. Like it really makes the whole um, space look like a whole joke, you know? Yeah, because that's that's the thing that the the average person sees, right? The people that isn't involved in crypto, they see these scams left and right. Like once a week in, in like my, my local paper is that oh, like a new big crypto scam happened, something collapsed. And that's everything that people outside see. They don't see the actual progress happening from the few serious actors because there's so many scams going on. Oh, yes, exactly. And and that's the reason why if you speak to your average friend about it, they're going to be like, I'm scared. I'm scared. I can do it. Yeah. I can do it. They don't really understand what is going on. All they see is the scam. And, you know, the, 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 scam, the scam always speaks louder because we are here competing with the government's currencies, you know. And anything that's bad, they will put it in the news. They'll put it in the news for people to see why they're saying don't buy cryptocurrency. You know, mm. it's in their favor for all of these um, founders to fuck up so that people would hold the US dollar and stop holding cryptocurrency, you know. Yeah. So um, bad founders like this would contribute to um, slow adoption, I would say. Mm. Um, but a little bit back to the projects with that, because there's so many projects currently building on the, the Shimmer network, ready to go live once their smart contracts comes, hopefully in a few weeks. But right. is there any projects on top of Shimmer that you have, have catch your eye? I'm, I'm sure that you have been pretty busy just getting the general stuff about IOTA and, yeah, and Shimmer. Right, exactly. So I would, not, I, would, I, like, I would not want to lie and say I have like a specific one right now because I'm still like, you know, discovering and learning and you know, writing about all of these things. But I've seen and I've written about Assembly and um, yeah. um, Firefly Wallets. Mm. I really like the wallet because it's kind of unique, like the way it's built and stuff like that. The website, everything looks like like very unique as well. I'm yet to jump into Sunverse and see what it's about. Mm. I don't know if you've heard about that. Yeah, yeah, I've had them on the podcast a couple of times. It's a great, oh, great bunch yeah. of guys and they have really, really done oh, a tremendous great. job for everyone in the community. Interesting, interesting. So I'm this... yet to dive into Sunverse. Yeah, but there's also quite a lot of other things like you have Shimmer C and, and Tangle Swap, which is like the DEXs on top of Shimmer and Assembly. Uh, we got, um, of course, you have to check out uh, Spec Weekly. It's on a YouTube channel where uh, a guy called Cutcraft he is weekly op like uploading different episodes about what's happening in the community and explaining everything. And he's a really good explainer and he, he does a tremendous job there. And for everybody else that I haven't heard about that, go to Spec Weekly on YouTube and watch his videos because it's really valuable and it's an easy way to, to grasp what has happened lately. Um, but there's also so much else going on. You have games like you got um, Hi-Fi Gaming Society, you got Lendex, which is a lending platform. Um, what else we got? We got IOTB, uh, TangoPay is a, 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 another wallet, yeah. um, which is supposed to be like I've, a middle I've name right now. I've actually seen the decks, which I've not yet written about, um, mm. because sometimes I actually get requested to write about other stuff as well. So that sometimes that takes up my time. But um, this week I was actually planning on um, actually um, jumping onto the projects that are building on Shimmer and IOTA as well. So yeah, yeah, it's good that we're speaking about that now. I would actually like move on from here, and probably next time I'm on here again, I'll share my knowledge and like what my thoughts are on all of these cool. projects building on. Cool, yeah. wonderful. Um, and also, if, if you're into NFTs, like check out uh, ApeDAO and uh, and the Rusty Robot Country Club. Pretty interesting uh, projects doing quite a lot of, like, not not the average NFT project, I would say. Definitely worth checking out. 
crazy. That's um, crazy because um, at some point NFTs became uh like some kind of liquidity exit game. <laughs> they were just messing up everybody, especially especially even the, the ones on Ethereum. They were just like building a bunch of bullshits and like you know. So that's the reason why the bear market is really good because now we're seeing the real person actually building, and those you know all of these uh fake ape uh projects are all gone actually. Mm. Yeah, because there's so much um copycats of the it's like the Ethereum um um you know um projects launching on Ethereum itself, not even on a different different network. And it's not so different and the utility is kind of the same and all of those things just made it felt repetitive and you know it became kind of boring. So right now any projects in the NFT space building right now in the bear markets, I would say because they need to actually like come up with fans and stuff like that, you know, do the ads and stuff like that. So if they're actually building a bear market, that's a really good sign to me too as well. Yeah. Yeah, they quite, got quite a lot of uh, interesting aspects like in both, both the projects. Completely different NFT projects, but both have very interesting uh, ways to go about it. Um, what, what's your opinion about the distribution about Shimmer Token? Yeah, um, I I really, I really, really like... Um, so, we, okay, so let me just give you a little um, update of like... Um, uh, how I can relate to um, the the token distribution because before I found out um, Shimmer, I was I was also I also got pitched on to talk to talk about Ego. I don't know if you heard of Ego. No. So um, they also have a similar mechanism where it's like they had no VCs and it was fully like backed by the co- uh, community, which I really really think this should be the way moving forward for crypto projects. Like you know, it, I think it's really really impressive. Whereas like. You don't have VCs dumping on like the retail stuff like that, you know. So um, when I saw how um, Shimmer was um doing the distribution and how they were launching, I was like, okay, that 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 sounds sounds impressive. There was no VCs and it was fully backed by the community. And then people, I didn't really look deep into the distribution um stuff, but I know that like they didn't have any kind of VCs and stuff like that behind it, which I really really found impressive actually. Mm, yeah, I really like it as well because that. Yeah, and. It's a- not to cut you off but i also spoke to dominic and you know he was very confident about it and after a few days i think people were telling him that like they were going to dump the, people were kind of i think people outside um the IT community was saying they would actually dump the, the token but in actual fact people did not dump it actually people held it people like you know believed in it so that actually shows that people believe in shimmer and want to like see the future of shimmer actually yeah, I'm really looking forward to what the smart contracts can come and, and do to the ecosystem. But, but you are pretty experienced within the DeFi space. What do you think will happen to both uh, Shimmer, which will get it first, and then IOTA afterwards? W- once DeFi is enabled there, what will happen? Um, great. So um, once that's happened, um, I think it, depend- it depends on the extent. Like, you know, I think when, when Shimmer uh, gets into the DeFi space, now you're going to have all of these dungeons and all of these people who want to do things by themselves and don't want to do things on the c5 platforms you're gonna have all of those people um back in shimmer you know because the whole idea of crypto is also kind of DeFi, if that makes sense like mm. everyone that is already in crypto is kind of here because they want that decentralized um, um privacy kind of you know kind of information so any projects trying to get into the DeFi space right now will do really good honestly like i feel like in the long term, people know that, okay, cool, we want to own our own financial stuff and we don't want to keep it in someone's, we don't want to keep our money in someone's authority. So 
I think when they both get into DeFi, like proper DeFi, I think it'll really do well because it will now attract the the, the DGENs and all of these DeFi lovers like myself as well, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I hope they will be able to, to spread the word around and see that. I hope that this platform will be completely different because I'm not very technical about it. Um, but like having this fearless network, uh, hopefully making it easier for both artists and developers and the actual users. So it's kind of be like a win-win for, for everybody. So, so what I think is, for example, like for myself, when I'm swapping, I'm always using DEXs because I'm, like, I'm into DeFi, right? And when I'm swapping here and there and paying all these high fees, to be very honest, even though I'm with the whole motive, paying those fees still don't sometimes make sense to me on Ethereum. Like, it's just ridiculous, especially when we're in the bull run. There's a lot of people um, shopping and stuff like that. So when th this happens, it's going to be very easy for, you know, NFT developers to, like, develop on, on Shimon Network because it's fearless, right? And mm -hmm. there's going to be people who want to launch their tokens. Like myself, who wants to launch a project, I'll definitely go with, a, like, a, like, a platform that's fearless and it's easy for me to, you know, um, lunch without having to spend so much and swapping all of these things. So I definitely think it's going to attract a lot of, if the network is um, built the right way and it has the solid fundamentals, definitely is going to attract a lot of um, people who want to like, I mean, DeFi lovers and then, you know, developers, like, you know, all of these things onto the network. So it's, it's all going to come in handy once everything is done right, I would say. Mm, yeah, completely. Um, yeah. What's your, your opinion about the current market situation? Great. So right now, uh, it's it's a bit it's a bit it's a bit strange to be honest. I think the wills are playing with us. I really I see. I was looking at the charts today. I was looking at Bitcoin because right now, pretty much Bitcoin is the is the main you know player because it's kind of like trading sideways. But I honestly think that looking at how the the economy is doing right now, um, last two days we had oil like you know kind of like just like. The, like bad news from oil for oil and i think the economies are not really really like recovering inflation is still really really high and um just looking at how everything is i think the world actually has to recover before the markets can also recover if that makes mm. sense yeah yeah i agree with that because you see around like there's inflation there's recession there's war in europe there's still covid in china everything exactly. is collapsing and i don't see crypto being the first thing that should kind of oh, be okay no. again. honestly i think crypto is probably like not definitely not one of the first things because i mean to be very honest we, we're still kind of um considered as a risk asset so it's gonna be very hard that crypto is gonna be the first thing to to, to to go off and that's why i feel that's why i'm really chilled about what's happening right now i'm just building and I'm slowly just like, you know, going to start dollar cost average, averaging when the time, when I feel like the time is right. But I do feel like there might be one more um, dip because when you look at the charts, um, BTC is just kind of hanging in the air. There's no like strong resistance, like, st sorry, strong support where it is where it is right now. I feel like it's just people buying and selling right now. Like the world's just playing. That's the reason why it's still uh, in trading in this chamber for a longer period of time. So um, I do think that it's probably going to be like maybe um, a, a little bit of a feather dip before we start seeing anything recover. So um, yeah, that's just my opinion though. Mm. Yeah, I completely agree. And I um, would be surprised if it was just one dip because I don't see really 
the general world condition right now uh, changing overnight because I think it's going to be lasting for quite some time and even though the war ended up stopping tomorrow and uh, China decided that COVID wasn't too dangerous anymore, I think they still need some time to, to kind of calm right. down. Right, right, right. I mean, um, we're talking about a whole global, you know, recession after everything is done. Like, it's going to take some time to recover from this, like, I don't know, but like you also, we also, we also know at the back of our heads that like um, um, there's a cycle for every market. So for now, I feel like once we're not close to the Bitcoin halving and the economy is not doing very well, it only makes sense that we might actually dip more before we actually go up. Mm. Yeah, because the Bitcoin halving is next year, isn't it? 2024. It's it's 2024, 2024. So that's like two years from now. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. so we have 2023. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So 2024, yeah. yeah. So maybe around end of 2024, early 2025, like we saw last time. Thank like you. Like last time, after. exactly. Exactly, exactly. So that's that's when, like, you know, I would say if you want to, like, you know, um, you know, do all your risky bets, you can do that around that time. That would be actually safer. Hopefully, in two years from now, the, the like the whole world can recover from this but right now it doesn't look like we're recovering like it's still people still struggling there's still a lot of inflation different countries here and there so it's you know it's gonna be it's gonna be really hard like uh high inflation that means that people don't also and they've also increased um, um interest rates that means people cannot borrow money to go and invest people cannot borrow money to buy houses mortgage prices are all going up like you know everything is up so mm. it's really really gonna be tough to uh, from a logical standpoint, it's really tough to see how we can just mag magically just pump back up. It's gonna be really, really, really hard. Yeah. Um. Like one of one of my small hopes that I have is that maybe Iota and Shimmer are able to do some independent good moves. Uh. Once the the uh, the crypto space kind of sees the value of it and what's actually happening, because there is still a lot of money in the crypto space, and I oh, could yes. easily just push back up to a couple of dollars if the market yes. really wanted it to. Yeah. Um. I, I um, really I really like the I really like the I mean I really like what they're building, and I'll continue to push the word out then let people see the value of it. But um, with with that being said, you know how the crypto space can be. Yeah. It can. It can. It can. It can. They can literally be like um, um. You don't want it to come off like as a kind of like shilling, right? So once people just actually understand what's really going on, I really think it will come along, like it will come handy, to be honest. Yeah, um, but also I've heard several times that these cycles are actually needed, um, war or not, because like a proper bear market in crypto has like it's not like this the first time. Right. Um, what's your opinion about if it's needed or not? Yeah, I, I, I honestly think it's very, very needed, to be honest, because um, now that this has happened, that means that all the people that were just here for the hype is gone, you know, like yeah. all the people who did not really believe in it, just here for the hype, just to show their friends that this and this is happening in the crypto space and their crypto traders, you know, they're all gone. But now there's also going to present an opportunity for people who have been waiting on the sidelines to actually get into the, into the markets. Bear in mind, there's still a bunch of like millionaires who have just found out about crypto, but then they have millions of dollars. They're not going to buy at the peak. They're going to wait till, you know, they get a good entry, you know? So mm. this side, this bear market actually brings an opportunity for bigger people, uh, corporations, 
you know, like all of these people to start like getting into it. You know, last week I tweeted, um, I tweeted, um, Google is trying to get into into it's trying to accept crypto payments. So see, we have Google right now get, getting in because like hopefully, oh, hopefully by like the the beginning of next year they probably already like rolled out this this effect. But as you can see, the bear markets probably they had their researchers researching enough to see that okay, this is actually the next uh thing to come for us that we need to jump onto you know so yeah. this presents the opportunity for like you know the mass adoption that we're all been waiting for actually happen on the flip side it's kind of sad sometimes because it's like some people are holding in losses underwater and stuff like that but if you really really believe in it in the long term you would understand that look it's better than holding a currency and lose your money to inflation because you're never getting it back with this one you're holding an asset if you're holding an asset you shouldn't be too worried. Once the the, the, the the economy starts recovering, all assets are gonna recover as well. That's just how it is. Yeah, I um I completely agree with that. And um I think that now with more and more people getting the exposure and more and more companies are actually getting involved, it's just a, a clear sign that once everything is like stable again, it will kind of come back and probably come back stronger again as it always does. Oh yeah. Um, and um and I think you you can see quite a lot of like there's so much more uh, yeah like educational content around right you have YouTube and you have articles you have forums you have the actual bigger right. like newspapers actually writing about the good things happening as well right 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 and that's what we actually need you know we need more positive you know news out there and just like you know spread that that love that we you know we we, the, this is going to be the next thing and like just the average person who doesn't know about crypto to, should understand that look it's something they need to get involved in before it's too late you know so it's good stuff mm. and uh how was it that you you were able to to get so educated about the crypto and DeFi space like was it was it youtube or was you reading was it like books really, or anything? really good question um so basically just um mostly youtube and twitter like Twitter is like one of the best places ever. Like I've met a lot of good people on there. Um, DM people, ask questions, you know, go on YouTube, um, learn something new. Um, if you want to get into the DeFi space, uh, probably try swapping like Ethereum to BNB. Just test them out, you know, just try it, you know. And as time goes on, you're just going to start like understanding how it works and stuff like that. You know, get, get a ledger wallet, you know, transfer some money onto your ledger wallet and, you know, just trade from there. See how that goes um as far as it goes i'm kind of like a really good listener so my education a lot comes from youtube but then i also have a lot of people that i learn from i speak to on twitter as well because that's where i'm mostly at so it's a combination of youtube and twitter for me i would say yeah i i agree with that uh, youtube is a great way to to learn but actually doing it is probably the best because i have tried to just sit down read about like metamask and like DeFi and all that, and like different lending platforms, how they work. But when I just sit there and read it, I don't really understand it. So I. Oh yeah. yeah it gets. Because I'm a complete idiot as well. I, <laughs> uh, I mess up everything I do. So <laughs> I sit down, I go get into MetaMask, and I send the transaction to the wrong like chains, and I lose everything. Oh. I'm like, God damn it! And I have to reset <laughs> everything. I'm just like today, I locked down my entire bloody metamask and nothing works i have to get like a bunch of people helping me out and do different things no. set it up again sorry um, so 
that that's the, that's one of the reasons why I was saying um it's really really good. Like so, once you land on YouTube, you immediately have to try it out. Like what you've learned, just try it out. Mm. Um, also don't be scared of losing. You know, we all lost in the beginning. Like you know, we're always gonna lose at some point. That's just how life is. You can always win, but then if you keep going, the wins are gonna overcome all the losses in, in the long run. So, um, when, once you land, you need to try it out. And like you're saying, you just try it out. Stake some coins on the DeFi platform. Stake. You can have you can get some um um you know some shimmer try staking it get some idiot try staking it you know use the the leisure wallet you know and then you mm. know just try things out and then you know you're just gonna get familiar with everything at some point yeah because i feel quite a lot more comfortable now with using all these things because i've made so many mistakes with it so now i kind of know okay i'm not gonna do that again and you have to play around with like how much gas you you're gonna need to pay depending on what time of the day it is it's, it's pretty yeah bullshit but it's kind of you have to do it. <laughs> Um, right yes yeah so i feel a lot more safer now okay that's great and and that's kind of how i got like i became very security aware because in the beginning if you remember i lost well not me i lost half of my my money that i invested my friend lost everything so coming back i was i, I was thinking security is really really important in crypto like crypto is real it's not a scam but security is very important and that's something that i really want to say for people out there if you get into cryptocurrency be first thing you should think about security how am i going to keep my token safe how am i going to keep myself from getting not getting hacked there's always hacks happening every day there's people's bald apes getting like you know stolen every single time so figure out the way get a leisure device like i said by the way i'm not sponsored by leisure i'm just saying i just really like the device and i think it's really, really secured yeah so um uh it's just something i you can get any of these other 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 other, other pen drives or whatever it is but just get those extra layer um security um 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 you know um stuff and just try it out and just make sure like you're being safe and you're just gonna have a whole different picture of how cryptocurrency is and if you do the right thing you can actually be safe and you would not have any problem with like being hacked or anything Mm, yeah, I completely agree. Uh, Ledger is truly something that is undervalued. I think. I think a lot of people are a little bit simple-minded. or feel kind of comfortable and say, "Oh no, I've never been hacked before." And then the next day, <laughs> right. like, God damn it! <laughs> Imagine just waking up and then all everything your Metamax is gone. So you know. Yeah. 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 Mm. Uh, but how are people able to find you on Twitter? Uh good question. Um, that's a really good question. I, I. I think people just find me from um just um like when other people retweet my stuff and you know that I because I don't really really like have any other platforms that I'm active on so I guess it's people just seeing my threads and like you know some people sharing my stuff just finding me through that that way yeah and wait, what's your Twitter handle uh it's Cyril at Cyril XBT mm. so everybody go right now and follow him right away yeah thank you thank you i'll continue to talk about i have um a few um projects lined up that i want to talk about in the and the shimmer um and the shimmer um community so like i would actually start like um um exploring uh these other little projects um growing on shimmer as well so yeah people should look out for that and yeah i hope to bring more value to the space mm. and just for uh for a heads up for you uh if you are looking to find all these um then just go to shimmer.network like the the homepage uh go to ecosystem and there's a list of i think there's about 70 or 80 not everybody is there but uh, quite a lot of them 
um, then you can just read about what they are and yeah, okay. go from there. Thank you. Oh, that's great. Okay, thank you, thank you. That makes makes my work easier from here actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. Because I was, I used to go through um the following to see what what they follow, and sometimes I go on the website, but I've not seen this particular list you're talking about. So I'll look out for this one. Yeah, and there's another one, Tangleverse, I believe is called. Uh, they as well have have everybody listed up and with like explanation and all that. Okay. It's pretty valuable for those that are just searching for information. Right, right, right. Makes the research work easier. Definitely. Um, but thank you so much for taking the time and, and joining me here. And I will definitely have you back on once uh, you've been able to dig a little bit deeper and we can talk a little bit about the different projects that are building on top of Shimmer, which will be quite fun. Thank you. And, I would um, I would be very happy to be back here. Yeah. And um, also, I have probably had most of these projects on the podcast. You will find them on Spotify as well if you if you want to hear them. Definitely, I'll check them out. I think I've since uh, I think I saw soon soon uh, soonverse on. Yeah, so I'll I'll literally go through it and listen to it. So awesome. Okay, thank you so much for for joining and thank you guys for listening. It's usual. Get behind, get left behind. Cheers. Thank you, thank you, bro.